Hey there, thoughtful listener. What is your number one lead generation blocker? Head to upmyinfluence.com slash quiz to find out right now. That's upmyinfluence.com slash quiz, and I'll share why you aren't getting the intros and sales you deserve. We're also actively seeking guests for this daily commercial-free entrepreneur wisdom podcast. Agency owners, consultants, coaches, and B2B service providers, head to upmyinfluence.com slash guest, and I'd love to promote your expertise to our amazing audience. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Marty Greenbaum. Marty, you are a franchise consultant and you are the owner of smartfranchiseinvesting.com. Thank you so much for joining us. Well, thank you for having me today on the show. I'm very excited. I appreciate your time and I love your show. You know, it's one of the top ones in the industry. So really pleased to be on it today. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Well, Marty, give us an overview of, of the work that you do. It's, I, you know, I love talking franchise because there's just so much opportunity. And, you know, again, for a, you know, an audience that might be listening that may already be, you know, business owners, uh, you know, I, I am a huge fan of multiple streams. And so I hope we'll get into that in this conversation. But but start off by telling us a little bit about, you know, what smart franchise investing is. Well, what I do is I help people make smart decisions about franchising, investing in a franchise. And what I what I really like to do is help people determine how they're going to reach their financial goals. A lot of the people that I work with, they tend to be successful professionals looking to expand that. They're looking right now because of what's going on in you know, the economy right now. People are searching for the right types of investment, something that's going to provide a greater return and less risk. And many of these investors are you know, taking the matters into their own hands and saying, instead of investing in the market, which is very unstable yeah. and other things hey, maybe franchising, getting into a business, especially something that's more recession-proof, right? Yep. So getting into a recession-proof franchise, a service that everybody needs, uh, you know, there's a lot of them out there. And I see a big amount of uh, people more so than ever looking for how do we make smarter investments and is franchising something we could do? Yeah. Well, talk just a bit maybe about the economics, uh, if you can, uh, you know, just in terms of looking at a franchise, not necessarily as just a quote unquote business opportunity, but, you know, compared to other investment opportunities, where do franchises stack up? It's funny. I had a discussion with one of my clients this morning about this. Okay. So I want you to think about this. Let's say you get into a franchise and the investments four to $500,000, right? Now you're going to finance a portion of that. There's various types of ways to finance that. Maybe you put down 20 to 30% down, okay? But think about this. A, a lot of the franchises, most of them will have what they call an item 19 in the franchise disclosure document. That item 19 is going to give you financial performance. They're going to share financial performance, which you validate when you speak to other franchisees before you buy. But let's say you have a franchise like, um, let's say it's an automotive franchise, like a Midas 
franchise. They used to be Midas Mufflers. They started in 1956. Now they have, you know, 2,000 plus locations. Now that type of legacy brand, all right, you could expect somewhere between, depending how good of an operator you are, 15 to 20% return on investment. So if you have an average revenue of a million dollars and you're making, let's say, the 15% on that, and you have an investment of $400,000 or $500,000, you know, if we look at traditional investments right now in stock market, I don't know what they're returning, but even CDs at four to 5%, obviously, if you invested four to five hundred thousand dollars and you're seeing a return of a hundred and fifty to two hundred thousand dollars a year as an annuity, you know, it may not happen the first two, three years. It takes a little bit of time to get these businesses off the ground and profitable. But what's great about franchising is if you see that they have two thousand franchises and they're claiming certain financial performance. If you're a decent operator, you're going to be able to hit the market. You're going to be out, be able to outperform the market, traditional stock market and other investments. Yeah, right, right. Um, what would be maybe some examples of folks that you've worked with? And, um, you know, again, you don't have to get real specific it, 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 about it, it, the it, numbers, it, but, you yeah. know, just, yeah, some, 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 some great use cases or state case studies. Well, listen, it's it's I see a lot of investors wanting to scale the business and grow it. Like you hear these guys that own, you know, 10 McDonald's, right? Or five of this, or even there are some multi-unit operators that own, got up to like a hundred, like great clips or sport clips. They have some really big operators in those models, which are very semi-absentee, right? So, you know, I've worked with a number of different clients that are scaling different types of businesses. One of my clients down in Florida, uh, he started in the IT business. There's a great franchise for called Team Logic. What they do is it's outsource IT. He started with one, all right, and now he's up to three. After three years, he's on his third location. Now, again, that business tends to generate, um, well, the revenues for the top performers are over $1.3 million. Many are doing as high as $8 million. Okay, with a very strong net profit. Now it varies depending on the skill and the focus that anybody puts into it. But these type of businesses, fifteen to twenty percent, is definitely not you know off the realm of uh, uh, their ability. And um, some franchises, it's crazy, actually could generate over twenty percent net profit. Okay, mm-hmm. so there's some very interesting investments in franchising. But what yeah. I see is a lot of people trying to you know. Find something that's a simple, strong model that they could scale. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about, uh, say, someone that already, like, they're already pretty busy. Um, they they can't maybe break away, you know, for a, you know, 60-hour-a-week work week. They want something that's, you know, that they, you know, they, they we could be hands-on, but not, you know, I still they still have other obligations. Right. Is that possible to invest in a franchise and still not have to give up everything in their life? Like if they've got an existing business oh, already. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it, it's really, you have to be careful. And that's why working with someone with like me, who knows this space really well, because a lot of franchises will claim that, hey, our business model is semi-absentee. The mm-hmm. reality is 
is most of those, you still have to focus for the first six months and get it off the ground, oh, yeah. get the right people in place. But yes, there's a lot of opportunity where you could maybe work five, 10 hours a week, like hair care, all right? You open up a great clips, okay? And you hire a manager. You don't have to know anything about hair. You mm -hmm. hire the manager. Matter of fact, companies like Great Clips and Sport Clips and Supercuts and things like that, they say, keep your job. Keep your day job. You're going to be managing it from the admin panel of your computer. Everything's going to be, you know, accessible through your computer, your dashboard. And you're going to have, you're going to stop in the store once, twice a week, spend five, six hours a week managing the manager, going over the mm -hmm. metrics, making sure the marketing's working. So there are many examples of that. And then there's everything in between. Another neat one that, I, that I've recently just placed someone in North Carolina for three units is a um, kind of this innovative um, acai bowl concept, which is a very simple model. You hire a manager, you hire you know these young kids to make acai bowls, it's a very simple business model. The brand's called Nautical Bowls. I love the brand, love the mm -hmm. product, and they're growing like wildfire. But I like it because in food, a lot of people, they gravitate to food because franchising kind of is synonymous with food because yeah. of McDonald's and the big brands. So most of the food category is not that semi-absentee until you get big and you're, you have an organization in place. But nonetheless, there's a lot of great examples of that. And there are even some franchises where they will manage it for you for some type of a management fee. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, that's very, very cool. Um, talk about the, uh, you know, because you're obviously finding a great match is there are a lot of potential franchises to choose from out there. Uh, and, and so getting the right fit is pretty important. And so, Obviously, working with a consultant, there there may be some built-in advantages to that. And and why is that better than than just calling, you know, getting a work from you know a home business or not, you know, some franchise magazine uh and just kind of flipping through and just calling franchises directly? Why is a consultant a better way to go? Boy, how about this for a softball <laughs> for you? Yeah, I know. Thank you. That was a good one. <laughs> so most people they go online and what they'll do is they'll they'll go with what they know, right? They, oh, yeah. It's usually the initial, you know, first blush going online, picking franchises based on personal experiences. Okay. So they reach out and they fill out these forms and they get a million people calling, banging down their doors, calling them on the phone, a million emails. And they don't even know if they like it, but all of a sudden they're inundated and overwhelmed. All right. What we mm -hmm. do as consultants and what I do is I really get to know my clients. I want to know their backgrounds. I ask them all the hard questions. I want to know what what do your goals look like? All right. What specific things? What what are you strong in sales? Have you had management experience? What's that background look like? And we talk about the local market. So I spend a lot of time a to get to know my clients, but I also mm -hmm. have this part of my uh, process where. We have a call or Zoom call where we brainstorm over the different types of franchises because a lot of people, they don't understand the attributes. If I said to them, you know, automotive, they may say, well, not for me, but I, you know, I may say to them, well, 
I don't know if you know that this segment is very profitable and let's talk about the tire business and let me give you some examples. So as I get to know my clients and then we get on a second call, we brainstorm over different categories of franchises. I'm opening their eyes to the possibilities. Now they may not like everything, but if we are talking about pet care, I could say to them, hey, by the way, I don't know if you know this, but the amount of dogs in the US has doubled in the last few years. And it's mm. a very big category now. And people are going to be taking care of their dogs no matter what the economy looks like. They may not be doing, you know, going out and spending a ton of money, but they're going to be buying dog food. They're going to have their dog rooms, right? So there's different things in different categories that people don't know. And so I take that, get to know them and build a criteria, brainstorm with them. And from that, I'm able to determine, hey, what are those franchises that are going to be the best fit? But my 30 years of experience in franchising and my knowledge of hundred brands, hundreds of brands come in, into play and I could give them sound advice because when you look at franchising, I look at what's the value that the franchisor is going to give me ultimately, right? So that's kind of key. And not all franchises are created equal. Yeah. So. Uh, are there any cases where you've seen people screw up pretty bad when it comes to franchises? Because it's it's possible to make mistakes. Uh, what would be some of the more common mistakes that you've seen from franchisees? Well, listen, or, or, or uh, potential me, franchisees they are kind of shopping around. They get maybe get linked up with the wrong one or they just. Well, listen, here's the thing. I'll share a story with you. OK, um, first of all. This is something that kind of like I was in business most of my life. I owned marketing agencies and I had a marketing agency in franchising. So I worked with tons of brands. But being a business owner, you know, when people screw up in business and they're losing money and they don't know any way out of it or it's I mean, this is a big decision for people. I take it very seriously because I've been there, you know, struggling to grow businesses and it's not an easy task, right? So when I look at these people now, when I, I grew up in a family franchise business called PostNet, okay? And one of my jobs when I was back, back in the days, and I'm talking in the early, you know, late 80s, really, and early 90s. Now, I was helping franchisees try to grow their business and some of those were, they were having struggles. They they didn't realize how to manage their business. They didn't realize that as a franchisee, you don't work in the business. You need to work on the business, okay? Mm. So uh, the, one of the biggest mistakes is people look at these franchises and they need to put on the hat of, I'm going to be an owner. I'm going to be a manager. I'm not going to do. I'm going to hire people that do. I'm going to manage the metrics of the business, and another big mistake that they make is that they have to understand that they don't have to know that specific franchise. Like, oh, I don't know how to do hair care. I never cut hair in my mm. life. No, mm. guess what? You don't have to be great at cutting hair. You're managing people. You're managing processes. So you don't have to be an expert. That's why franchise companies train you, right? So- don't be an expert is a big thing. Don't worry about that. But also um, knowing how to do the right due diligence is something that I focus so much attention on and train or really educate my clients on. Here's what you need to ask regarding these topics as you're doing your due diligence. So that's also key. And 
using a consultant, we add a lot of value. So when you're doing your due diligence, now you understand what checkboxes you need to check off. Yeah. All right. Your website, smartfranchiseinvesting.com, you've got a checklist. Uh, Can you tell us a little bit about this? It's free. Just go to the website and grab it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Listen, I created that because I wanted to make it simple as possible. A lot of people in my industry, they write books, right? But instead of reading a 100-page book on how to buy a franchise, how about a six-page PDF that has broken down things by checklist? So depending on where you're at in every mm-hmm. section of this you know, due diligence process, you have some great tips and things that you should be asking and looking into. That's why I created it. I wanted to make it easy. I created it because I, I could use something like that. So I thought mm-hmm. to myself, people want, they don't have a lot of time to read a whole book. Why don't we just make it easy? Yeah, very, very cool. Okay, okay. So someone goes to smartfranchiseinvesting.com. Uh, wh- what do they do when they go there? Well, let's see, where's the link to grab the PDF? Right, well, it, it pops the checklist, right, up right there. there, right on the front page. It pop, yeah, it pops right up there. I have some other resources in the resource section. You know, feel free to uh, reach out to me through the website or, or I'm Marty at smartfranchiseinvesting.com. Happy yeah. to have a conversation. Well, look at this. I didn't even have to opt in or anything. I'm looking at I'm looking at the checklist right now. Yeah, no, you're right. This is beefy. I like this. I'm trying to make it easy for people. Yeah, this this is super super helpful. Well, very very cool. Marty Greenbaum, again, franchise consultant and the uh, owner of Smart Franchise Investing, found on the web at smartfranchiseinvesting.com. Marty, great great conversation. Thank you so much. Thank you, Josh. Appreciate it. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement.